listening to Aftershock Jr. Hello, everybody, and welcome to After Chef Jr., um, the most, I would say, powerful oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Master Chef Jr. after show in the world. Uh, we can make you, and we can break you. <laughs> that's a promise and a threat, personally uh, and professionally. That's right. Well, uh, my name is Max, and the ladies always by my side. Stacy, Jenny. <laughs> Too loud. Come on. <laughs> Come on. There you go. Let's try that one more time. And the ladies always by my side. Stacy, Jenny. There you go. Um, guys, this is the second half of last week's double episode. Um, so we, you know, our fans have been chomping at the bit for us to release this. Um, what are you basing that on? The letters that are flowing in. Look yeah. around you, Jenny. <laughs> the mailbags are piled sky high. Yeah. We had to rent out a warehouse for uh, all the, the fan mail we got. Comments on Instagram? Okay. Mm-hmm. I did reply. Oh, yeah. Someone mm-hmm. did. You know, that's what I like about the After Chef Junior team. We give you one-on-one service. <laughs> Someone right. commented on our Instagram and said, when are you dropping the episode? And I didn't know if it was kind of a sassy comment because they said, when are you dropping the episode? Saturday, Sunday, Monday? Yeah. And then I said, I don't know. Ask Max. I tagged Max. <laughs> and then Max responded. And then the person was like, oh, thanks. That's right. <laughs> Your friendly neighborhood podcast host. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Audience engagement. Um, so, guys, here we go. Uh, the episode begins with the, the, the tea party. Guys, oh. cards on the table. I watched this last time because I thought we were doing both episodes in a winner. Yeah. I cannot remember what happened, and I think I blocked it out because I was sad at the end. <laughs> it's like my brain is protecting my heart. It was a grandma tea party. Yeah. Oh, with the grandmas and the faces and the Mrs. Yeah. Doubtfire. Yes. Yeah. He was okay. so Mrs. Doubtfire. I loved Christina's grandma, though. Me too. But honestly, I- she was my style wars. <laughs> grandma Christina. Should we go right into it? Yeah. Oh, one sec. Oh, Christina, <laughs> you're a cool grand. <laughs> you got a chain for your glasses and a tweed jacket. All right. So, so stylish. So cool. I love it. I love a hip, hip grandma. I like that she embraced the short hair mm-hmm. as well. Let's have a talk about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not you, Max, because... What I'm just all right. I'll just sit silently. You know, with your short hair here, so <laughs> see if you're a girl or a woman mm-hmm. or a man with long not hair. a girl, not yet a woman. Yeah, no woman, not yet grandma. We're, yeah, woman, I'm not, not yet. a woman. We're talking more women, not yet dead. Yeah. <laughs> at, at what age are you like? I'm gonna cut off my hair. I think your hair just gets like thinner. And, and like more brittle as you get older so that's usually off. why or just like it's you know stringy or thin and not as voluminous as it once was so your hair starts dying before your body yeah oh god i mean think it gets thinner on the top of your head and i think it gets like just dead and doesn't grow as fast or as luxurious so, so you, you have just to trim it fluff it up to cover your bald patches mm-hmm. right that's fat yeah like my grandmother she's got really really fluffy hair but you know, if she was like, I would, I would have no idea what she would look like. You know, if she was like caught Defluffed. in the rain. Yeah, that's that's why I think they wear a lot of those uh, like plastic shawls to cover their bald. Well, if their hair gets wet soaking head. wet, they're probably just 
But then look at like Lily like Tomlin. She's got glorious. She has so much of gray hair. hair. She's like eighty years old. It's crazy. She's, she's doing also, so great. But she's also like rich. Yeah, you right. can buy hair. This seems counterintuitive though, because your hair and your fingernails keep growing after you die. Hmm. So what cruel twist of fate is it that you lose your hair and then it starts growing again after you die? You'd be like, oh, well, that's no use. You like, open up it. You do some grave robbing. Open up a grave. <laughs> somebody has just like a beautiful head of hair. It's just, you're like, this is so unfair because this one time I was waiting in the bus and I forgot my plastic head shawl that old people wear. Yeah. And I was like, who's a bald person? Joe. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that they they all went for like older grandmas. They were all dressed like they were in their 80s. 80s. But all the grandma, most of the grandmas there were probably 50 something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Avery's grandma especially seemed very young. Wait, let's wrap out Star Wars. She looked great. Yeah. <laughs> all the grandmas looked great. No. <laughs> Just Christina looked great. You can't stand here and say Joe looked great. No, I meant the real grandma. Oh, I was grandmas. giving them a shout out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we all noticed that Remy's grandma was twenty years older than everybody else's grandma. It's wealthy people, though. It's wealthy true. people often have children later in life. Hmm. Right. Yeah. So how old are Remy and Olivia's parents? Also, probably older. I would guess. Older. I bet you. I'm just gonna throw this out here. I think I bet you the the father is like 15 years older than the than the wife, at least. Really? Just to have that much to have that much money, you have to be a certain age. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like sometimes I've thought about rethinking my life choices. Like I married someone that was three weeks older than me, and it's great. We're very happy. (laughs) (laughs) But imagine you had fallen in love with someone that like already owned a home. Like Mm -hmm. that fast tracks you. It just fast tracks you. Shout out to my friend Lauren. (laughs) What's that? What was that in reference to? She married a guy. He wasn't even that much older. He was just a bit older. Mm. Owned his own property. Now they've just bought a house. She's having a baby. Mm. Fast track, you know? Like, you don't really have to work towards it. It's like Mm. skipping a grade. This is also a nice test because I don't think she listens to this. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find out. So uh, Wait, can we say Joe dress as a nun on TV? Yes. <laughs> like for so long. For so long. <laughs> like they didn't yeah. change out of that outfit till like after the eliminate until they were judging, I think. It was weird, man. That the whole the whole grandma thing, it was so strange because they weren't playing grandmas. They weren't acting like grandmas. They were literally just disguised as grandmas. As grandmas. And then they would just be going into like their regular like judge talk, like tonight you have to make the most splendid whatever, whatever, and use this. Stunning and, salmon. Yeah. But they were dressed as grandmas. Or nuns. Yeah. Or, and Joe's face especially just seemed like to be like, like peeling off of his skin. He he looked Horrific. I really like that they clearly had some input on what what their look was. Yeah. Right? Like, Joe chose to be a Nona. Can we rewind <laughs> three episodes? Uh-huh. Nun is having babies. Not babies to be have- a grandma nun. I don't think he was dressed as a nun. I think he was dressed as, like, a widow. No. Yeah. No. Wearing like black, all black covering your head. Like that's an old widowed Nana thing to do. He had like a cross around his neck. No. I think as a widow or nun. Rewind the... You can't do that. No. Can you, are you allowed to be a nun after you've like lived this is, a life? Yes, that's yes. why I was rewinding episodes. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Remember when Max was like, oh yeah, nuns can have... Had, or were we talking about priests? No, nuns. He was saying that they could like have lives and stuff and then be a nun. 
Yeah. It's very common. Why it is very common. I'd be so ticked off if I had like been a nun at 17 <laughs> and then I'm like 50 and then some new nun joins and she's like 55. She's, she's had her whole life. And I'd be like, oh, I should have planned this better. <laughs> the new kid in school. She comes in with sunglasses and we're like, who is that? She's always talking about her children. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We've got each other. She's like holding court in the back of the, I don't know, nun modest. Bus? Yeah, the nun bus. Yeah. Well, you got to think about places like Italy where like Catholicism is just rampant, rampant. Right. And then you go back in time, 50 years when you outlive your husband, uh, you, what do you do? Like I stand by it though, Max. I don't think you can just become a nun. Like you can willy nilly. I don't (laughs) think you can. can. Max is like, I've looked into it. (laughs) I went to Catholic school, primary school. Yeah. And I'll tell you this for free. The nuns were either, (laughs) we're not charging me. The nuns were either a million years old, a million years old or like 17 and beautiful. Sure. There was no like mum nuns in there. I don't think he's dressed as a nun. He's nun-like, but I don't think it's specifically... I think he's just an old Italian lady. But old Italian ladies only cover their hair in church, right? Well, maybe he's on his way to church. Maybe his character... It's real depth. <laughs> it's real depth. Maybe he's on his way to church where he likes to do the coffee and the baking on a Sunday yeah. so that after church all the other old people can come in and he's been really nervous about baking his muffins because Sophia down the road also makes great... I'm just he, layering his couch. He had a little basket. Looks like there's pears in it. Mm, for church. <laughs> Classic mm. church pears. <laughs> a little snack. You get a little pickish during that. Tell you what I know about church. People love a pear after prayer. Pear and a prayer. <laughs> Pair a pair a pair with a prayer. Prayer. (laughs) Pair pairs with prayers. That should be the Catholic Church's new like way to relate to kids. Kids love pairs. (laughs) Tell you who loves pairs. Kids. (laughs) Okay, Max is currently googling grandmother becoming nun. (laughs) I I just see from what I remember in school. I just think you have to be called to be a nun. Yeah. I don't think you're allowed to have a life. Because you're supposed to be... A, Catholicism doesn't love divorce. We know and you that. have to be married to God. And you're married to God. <gasps> like, you literally wear a wedding ring to God. You can't have God be your second husband. Ooh. <laughs> Uncomfortable. Uh, like, what's he going to say when your original husband meets him in heaven? I imagine you're like, Stephen, come and sit down. I'm got something to tell you i'm leaving you i'm leaving you for someone else (laughs) who what did i do wrong is it someone from work kind of he is all around you (laughs) so i know him (laughs) and he knows you okay the question is can widow widows or widowers become nuns and priests in the catholic church max what is your source for this let me just yahoo yes Widowers and widows frequently enter the priesthood slash religious life. Mm, that sounds like a cop out. What about divorcees? Mm. Uh, it's fine. You know, all that matters is that you basically um, you have to go into celibacy. So if you're willing to become celibate, then it doesn't matter. It when. just seems like such a like get out of jail free card. Oh, do you, oh yeah. You think you think it's get out of jail? Free? It's like get out of jail, get into heaven free. Like yeah, I'm 75. I'll be celibate. Ugh, fine. I think that there is some component of that where they're not. They're probably lost and not sure what to do with their life. And if you were a 
a spouse that especially if you know if you were a wife and a mother that long ago you probably were in this uh habit of servitude right? <laughs> sorry this whole conversation's just become null and void because stacy just googled italian grandma and they do wear black head scarves so joe was not a nun Oh, well, whatever. All right, case closed. <laughs> I am horrible at this. But if he was a but nun. if he was a nun, he could be Do you know, the nun. best thing that came out of this is prayer to prayer, so it's fine. <laughs> um, so all that grandmas got to hang out in the MasterChef lounge. Mm-hmm. I always not- appreciate when they create, like, a new space within a space. Me too. Right? They haven't been to the restaurant at all this, this season, actually. And mm-hmm. nothing says grandma's like rocking chairs so let's get them on nose these like 55 year old women they're like great thank you i have to take a day off work for this (laughs) (laughs) do we get to eat any of the wonderful food our grandchildren's making no that's fine that's fine we'll just sit here quietly how funny was it was it the rich kids grandma's grandma oh are you do you have you been on tv before (laughs) to garden yeah that was brilliant i I was like was she trolling him or did she actually not know I don't we'll know. She that, did not know. She did not. She know. could be a comic genius, though. She could. This just went from VIPs to VIGs. Can we recap the grandmas for mm-hmm. those of us that watched this episode a week ago? What do you mean recap them? I can't remember who who the grandmas were. Well, um, we didn't really get a whole lot of anything from them other than who they were related to. Benny's Avery, grandma. Avery's, Avery's grandma. was cute, right? Oh, Benny's lo- had the short hair, and I was like, of course you're Benny's grandma. So sweet. Mm-hmm. Avery's grandma. Was who else was there? Oh, Kwani's Mikey's grandma. grandma that didn't live near him. Yeah. yeah. So that was Baltimore. nice. Kwani's grandma, and then... Who didn't get to talk at all. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then Remy's grandma, who had that sequence with Gordon. Oh, oh do you watch TV? I don't watch anything. <laughs> okay. I thought Gordon handled it really well. He's like, I've got a few programs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying to ask some friends in the industry this week about the lack of chemistry between the hosts because mm-hmm. I was interested in if anyone had any insider knowledge. You don't, you don't think they have chemistry? No. I, think I don't think they have banter. any banter oh. at all. The hosts. Mm. Of this show. Of this show. That we've been talking about for... 30 episodes. Have you, yeah. have you heard of it? Master <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that what we're it sounds watching? very like our podcast. In fact, we call our podcast the wrong name all the, all the time. time. All the time. That's true. Um, and the consensus was from these people that Gordon does so many TV shows that he is just kind of phoning it in. He can't get attached. And that Christina isn't... You would never have Christina host a show on her own. She's not like super gre- gregarious. She's like good at her job, but she's not like... She's not going to be the ringleader of that gang. Mm-hmm. And then Joe and Joe's like being really funny, but just no one's giving him it back. Yeah. So like when Graham was there and Graham was checked in enough, he would give him a bag mm-hmm. because Gordon's just kind of showing up. Christina's super nice. It's just like they're all just kind of on acting on different wavelengths. Do we need yeah. to send them on some sort of retreat? Do we need to get them bonded more? We need I to like so. get the, that uh, we need to have like playfulness in jokes and mm-hmm. like. I don't know. I just want to see them. Like, there's the three of them are standing there dressed as grandmothers, and there's nothing between them. Well, Gordon, like, yeah. as you said, they're just doing their job, but dressed as a grandma. Gordon was pretty mm-hmm. busy uh, fondling himself so much. <laughs> oh, he touched his chest so many times. Breasts are so annoying. Uh, right? Get these out of the way. <laughs> just, just can't do my job for what my a breasts. Burden. <laughs> I thought it was funny. 
Benny's grandma. One of the grandmas called him on it. Yeah, Benny's grandma. What did she say? She's like, can't leave the he can't leave the girls alone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She kept a PG. I appreciated that. Have you ever referred to your breasts as the girls? (laughs) Never. I've seen. I never want to. I've heard the reference on TV and stuff, but I've never met someone in real life who would. Yeah. Ever. It's not like you go to the doctor and be like, oh, I think I found like, a lump in the girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay. Back to Christina and Gordon and Joe. What would you guys do if you had to enforce some bonding? Like if you had to plan some sort of retreat or getaway, you have 48 hours mm-hmm. to make sure these guys are best friends and have that chemistry. What do you do? I would um, like... This, I mean, I'd want to send them out. Some, I'd want to send them to some place where they're going to be, you know, have have a little bit too one glass too many of wine, mm. probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, loosen up things a little bit. Have people sort of, you know, maybe make a social mistake here or there, but then be forgiven the next day. That creates bonding, mm. I think, really, because it makes you feel like you're in a safer space and that you don't have to be pitch perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. I like that. Yeah, I would. There's no closer bond, and I bet you guys have friends like this, than people who have been camp counselors. Mm. Like, people from back <laughs> from camp change people, yeah. and they talk about camp for about a year, and then every time they say something, they're like, oh, you wouldn't get it. You weren't at camp. camp yeah. So I would have them be camp counselors. <laughs> at Camp MasterChef. No, I'm removing <gasps> them from the MasterChef bubble. I'm putting them somewhere where like no one's like, "Oh, it's Gordon Ramsay. He's just he's in charge of the boys' bunk with Joe." It's just like some horse camp in yeah, Idaho. Exactly. Him and Joe are in charge of the boys' bunk. I've heard some pretty crazy stories from my friends who are in charge of boys' bunks. The, the girls, Christina's in charge of the girls' bunk. They do like boat staff, hike staff. There's a little cooking staff, but none of the mm. kids really know who they are. They're not mm. special. And then mm. once they put all the kids to bed, they sneak out and have some beers while watching the water and stuff. <laughs> you know, never been talk to about, they get pretty deep about their own lives, their mm. families, their relationships. And I think they'd come back just better after Camp Yamawaha. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> what about, like, I feel like danger, like experiencing... Ooh risking your lives together that mm. brings people together plane crash yeah so we could combine plane crash and camp <laughs> okay so we get them in a plane we crash the plane at a camp in idaho yeah yeah <laughs> it's not like a crash it's more like a emergency landing yeah yeah it's scary but they're not actually in danger mm-hmm. but they can't have anyone there to help them so it's a private plane and the pilot dies oh my the god plane automatically emergency lands okay and maybe they land and it's okay there's a winery next to the camp so they land at the winery it. they're there for 48 hours trying to figure out mm-hmm. what's going on they have a little bit to drink mm-hmm. they have that bonding experience then they hear some noise over the hill oh a children's camp they hike over get jobs there so it's a combination mm-hmm. of all of our, our things that is and how you make friends the camp people are amish so there's no cell phones or yeah. internet or anything so they so don't watch anything they don't know how to prove who they are so all they have to do is work hard earn some money to get themselves out of dodge I love it, it. this sounds like a fantastic like made for tv movie <sighs> should we I elizabeth <laughs> elizabeth Murdoch, are you listening maybe no. that, could be, that could be a post post season episode where we plot out the 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 movie where the master chef junior the movie yeah, we could get the, s- the judges the judges crash on an amish farm it's a real fish out of water tale i kind of love it we have to get some voice actors to play the judges and we oh, could yeah. be the narrators oh my god Stacey, you can this. be the kids you have a high voice <laughs> max, you, max you can be the narrator thank you 
What are you going to do? I don't know. I see myself as more of a behind-the-scenes kind of role. (laughs) Casting, directing, (laughs) location scouting (laughs) for this audio narrative. I think that's really funny. So we just ditch between the scales? Ooh. uh, Well, who knows? Um, Maybe that's how MasterChef Junior is born. (gasps) Oh, it's like the prequel. I love it. That's what I mean. The origin story. Also... (gasps) I've got something else to pitch oh to you God. based on this episode. Ready. Okay. Master Chef Senior. We have yeah. 100% had this idea before. Yeah. We did. You guys never <laughs> Ask super, fr- uh, super fan Luke, who's just been binged uh, every episode. I'm sure it's come up numerous times. Master Chef Senior? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. But so still love it. And I think seeing those grandmas, some sassy, some and grandpas. more respectful. And grandpas. Yeah, you know what? They often bring out grandmas as the inspiration for and the moms. kids yeah what about dads what about have grandpas? we ever had dads on the show i don't there might have been like family day and but they bring they had, like the whole gang like moms dads kids so mm-hmm. they've definitely had just moms yeah and yeah. just grandmas yeah it's a little sexist mm. it's not the first time we've called out mcj I, on that and it's not the last <laughs> i got a question about the grandmas from who from me oh <laughs> Let's how go to the they... phone lines. Caller, you're on the air. Now, how would they pick which grandma? Oh, because well, people have more than oh. one grandma, and so I can understand if, like, okay, well, let's say that one of your grandmothers has unfortunately passed away. Well, then the the choice Easy. is obvious. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure mm. within those those are six mm. or five competitors that at least one of those kids had two living grandmothers. And what about people like me, who's a Grorfin? Yeah, what would they have done? Mm. What would they have done? You, Hire an actor. They go. They, uh, they you call get mysteriously. Casting. Yeah, you get mysteriously sifted onto a team challenge the week before, and yeah, then no, oh, your team work. loses. You guys are all gone. No, they get, nobody batted their eyes. I just made up Grorfin because we understood what it meant. Because it was the exact perfect word. <gasps> Should we call Colin's dictionary? <laughs> Should we call Colin's dictionary? Should we? I Can don't understand what dictionary? that reference is. Can you call the dictionary and just be like, I've got a word? Wait, no, 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 no. What like, is it's, Collins? It's a brand, like Merriam-Webster. Or Oxford. Yeah. I've the, never there's heard competing Collins dictionary. dictionary. never heard of it in my life. Yeah, that's right. I'm just a soundboard now. I've never heard of it in my life. <laughs> that's what your job could be on the new show. Can you call the dictionary? No. I don't know. Let's How do out. you suggest? Because sometimes they add words like Siri, twerking. Siri, call Merriam-Webster dictionary. Did you mean Michelle Markel? Uh, okay. Max, did you have a late night? Why do you have your head in your hands? Just because we are not... I'm just like to get us back on track here a little okay, bit we'll towards the... Uh, so they start cooking. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they're cooking to move on to the semifinals. No, the finals. They're cooking to move on to the finals, the three-way final. Why is it a three-way final now? What do you why think? is it a three-way final? I, I don't know. Um, I think they just like to mix it up. I... I think that it probably makes it more exciting to find out who the winner is because normally mm. when it's two people, you know, they're competing with an appetizer, mm. a main dish, a dessert. If somebody wins the appetizer and the main dish, then you know already who it's going to be. Oh, that's really like... interesting. So let's keep an eye out for that when we watch the final. Mm. If they strongly imply that one of them has killed the appetizer and one has killed the entree and one has killed the dessert, dessert mm-hmm. then we'll know that that is... I mean, I think that would be pretty... I think it'll be really. I think it'll be harder to pick a winner out of three people because, mm-hmm. as we know, 
this is so arbitrary anyway yeah that at least between two people you're usually like yeah they did better mm-hmm. but i bet between three people who are all on the same even playing field we're going to be outraged the kids are <laughs> so good i had no idea who is going to go forward today yeah yeah they're so good because we're finally seeing them cook yeah there's yeah. just been so many weeks of just like make a milkshake or just like random stuff it's like this is why we watch the show to see these tiny people do things that we couldn't do incredible it's incredible Mm -hmm. um squid ink pasta he just made squid ink pasta quantity yeah cupcakes to squid ink in the blink of an eye that's the subtitle of this season (laughs) (laughs) cupcakes to squid ink in the blink of an eye uh, one thing we forgot I forgot to mention off the top of the show is that this is a very special episode of uh, After Shift Junior because we have an interview with Jenny. Mikey! Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was... Um, I, I obviously love all the kids I speak to. This conversation with Mikey was one of my favorite conversations of all time with anyone in my life. <laughs> like, it didn't... I was editing the episode yesterday, or day four, and I was like, it's really hard to edit because it's just a conversation. <laughs> you're so funny (laughs) it's really not even i'm not even sure it's content i'm not sure people will enjoy it (laughs) just listening in on conversations of me and this little little guy but um i hope are we playing it now uh we might as well we're half an hour into our episode today so he i will say this about mikey he has more energy than anyone I've met conversationally. Max, you couldn't handle him on the podcast. You can't even handle me and Stacey. <laughs> he's really, he's a really, really smart kid, talented athlete, and also just a good guy. You'll hear him speak about um He had an autistic friend and he went down with his apron to like raise some money by cooking up some meat for a walk for him. Cool. So ladies and gentlemen, we present <laughs> Mikey. Mikey, thank you so much for speaking with us. Did you hear that I was a big fan of you straight, like, from the first minute I saw you, I was like, this kid's going to... Yeah, well, I heard, like, the, like, I was listening to, like, the podcast, actually, in the car, we were driving to the airport in Utah, we were skiing, and it was when the first episode just had aired, and I was listening to your guys' podcast, and I was, I heard that, like, you guys sort of started to, like, like me a lot, and... I heard, like, someone someone said I think they wanted to, like, marry me or something. Yeah, that was me. And then Max and Stacey were like, Jenny, you're 28, and that's a kid. And I was like, no, I, I mean, like, more of a platonic marriage. I just think he's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. You don't have to say it back or anything. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's talk more about you. Um, With all the other kids, they've been telling us, like, oh, I started cooking then, and... Like, oh, here's what got me into cooking. But I feel with you, like, we already know you're a really good cook. So I want to hear more stuff about you. Okay, so, like, like you might sort of dig deeper almost? Yeah, I mean, we don't have to get emotional. But I just want to know, like, <laughs> first of all, what made you apply to be on the show? Well, it was actually a pretty crazy, like, it was a pretty crazy process. So, like, one, like, my dad's a soccer coach. He runs these overnight soccer camps. And so I was going to it. Um, my mom was about to drive me over there because he was already there and getting ready. And I was driving with my brother and sister. And I, my brother was searching the red for, like, these auditions and stuff. And all of a sudden, I saw a pop-up ad because I was on it. And it said, like, MasterChef Junior, apply now. Um, auditions in one day. Uh, and it literally said the audition was the next day. So I was like, 
I'd never heard of the show, actually. Never heard of it. So I, I was like, Mom, can we go to this? And at the beginning, we, I just did for fun almost. Like, I just went there just to feel for the experience almost. But then once they told me, like, you've made it to the next round, I sort of started to take it more seriously and sort of actually, like, I know that this could be possible. So, like, I just kept on doing the auditions and all that. And finally, they brought me out to L.A. And then it, they kept on, they keep on getting eliminated. And, yeah. So how many auditions do you have to go through before you get to the L.A. one? Um, Let's see. I think it's four, possibly. That's quite yeah. a lot. Like, Definitely. our biggest goal is to have the L.A. one not be 40 kids. Like, because you just can't get to know anyone. Like, you're watching the show and you're like, I have no idea who these kids are until, like, week yeah. five. Same for, like, the kids on the show. Because you're, like, you're, like, like sit meeting all new kids and you're almost, like, who are all these kids? Like, half the kids you don't even, you don't even know, like, after the first three days. And then, you like, I a few of the kids, like, I barely knew. But I still, like, had a good relationship with everyone. And we all, we all had fun, which is, which is good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's talk about this popped collar situation. Oh yeah, yeah. It's pretty Fine. like it's pretty bold of you to walk in there and be like, "Here's my yeah. style. I'm sticking with it." And I see you're wearing a pop collar right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Got it going. Does your mom iron them like that so they stay up so straight? Oh no, no, no. It, it's because like with these polos, you can sort of pop them down. They'll stay. Yeah. And pop them up. And they'll stay. <laughs> right. I mean, that looks sharp around your ears. It's like, it's almost like, uh, well, most of the kids like on the show just wore just regular like collared shirts almost. Mm-hmm. And since like, I sort of wanted to be a little bit different and show off that like, like, like my style almost. <laughs> I, my, my parents came up with like, maybe I could like pop my collar and like leave this button like undone. So like, it was almost like, yeah, I don't know, just something different that not a lot of people do so like that's sort of my style now that anytime I wear like a polo or like a collared shirt it's always pop I love it so next I want to talk about on the show some of the kids have told us some awesome stories like Emily telling us about when Gordon threw that piece of meat in the air and the eagle ate it that was nuts I was just wondering if you had any fun stories there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes I'll say that like just funny stuff too like when the mannequin challenge was popular, we'd always do that in the middle of the hallway with like one of the wranglers and like. Um, Wait, what is the mannequin challenge? It's like it's really old, but it's like where everyone like stands and someone has their phone and they and there's this song they play and it's like. God, I am not cool. Yeah, it's really old though. You probably wouldn't know about it. It's really old. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty old. And then one more little funny thing that happened was when we were in the hotel. Um, one night it was like, it was like 10 o'clock, 1030 at night and people were just starting to like, um, go upstairs, like to go to bed and all that. And we were in the lobby just hanging out with everyone and they would always have these like snacks or drinks at the front desk. And so that time they had espresso shots. And so, um, <laughs> I didn't know what it was at first, but like I, I hadn't drank coffee then. But I went over to see what it was. Like I sort of didn't know what it was. Grabbed it and drank it, and it was it was uh it was the espresso. And I just I drank and I was like, mm, this is good. So I, I kept on having a lot of espresso, and I I sort of like like went crazy on coffee because <laughs> like coffee makes you really like 
hyper hours. So what time did you go to bed? Oh, well, yeah, because it would make me stay up pretty late. So I probably didn't, I don't think I fell asleep <laughs> if I bed till like one o'clock. But I, we like, because I like getting my sleep. So I usually go, go to bed normal up at like 8.45. But like, uh, I didn't go to bed till like one, one o'clock. Like I didn't actually fall asleep. <laughs> that was so fun with those with those shots of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that is nuts. Okay, so coffee, Italian. In this show, they talk about heritage all the time. Yeah. Jo- Joe is one of our favorite people in the world, and I felt like you two seem to really hit it off so far in what we've yeah. seen. Uh, what do you think of him? I think he's actually really nice. On the show, he's a little intimidating. Like, with his, like, bald head, he's just like, you'll be... He'll be judging you, and he'll be like, he'll be like, he'll he'll be looking down at you like this, and he'll he'll be like, so what do you think of this food? And it, and you'll just be like, I think it's good. And then he'll just stand there, take a bite, stare at you, and then just walk away. <laughs> and then you're like, you're like, judge my food, but he he's like intimidating a bit. I think you don't know what he's like thinking you're gonna say almost. But off offset and like during like breaks and all that, he's really nice and he like he does funny he makes funny jokes and that's funny and so is Christina the nice one? Christina's definitely the nice one. I mean, I feel like when it comes to baking, she can get very precise and like detailed. Yeah. But like overall, I mean, she's she like likes everyone to be like happy and have like a good time. And so, like, she doesn't like hurting people's feelings. Almost not saying like Gordon and Joby, but like, <laughs> she's always just positive and pretty nice. Yeah, throughout the nice. show. My favorite part of you in the whole show was when you, um, you were like, "That was so rude." Gordon was so. Did you know they were going to show that? I didn't know actually. <laughs> he was. I don't know. He was being a little mean to Sammy, but yeah, he was. I thought it was awesome that you said it, and I thought it was awesome they included it because it was yeah. like it just felt really real. Yeah, I mean he he's nice. he's nice overall? I mean, I may just think then he may have had to get a little bit pickier due to that. Yeah, but it's his job. I I was just I was feeling for Sammy, but so I was just because I didn't want him to go him. I was a really good friend with him, so I sort of just was picking on Gordon there. But <laughs> Gordon, Gordon, Gordon's great. He's great. Like, I mean, you should probably run for like governor or something. Yeah, really I was, in, in social studies class today, we were talking about like um the president. I was thinking like if the if like Donald Trump can be like the president, I can be the president. I completely so, agree. Maybe like President Junior, like <laughs> Master President Junior, could be the next show. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it would be a big thing. Possibly. Before we go, I was just wondering if you had any questions for us. Um. So, oh, my, oh yeah, my one question was, is this going to go on one of your guys' episodes? Yeah, definitely. Awesome. All right. <laughs> I, just, I was just curious. Just, you were just a personal chat with me and you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought it was just for, like, you guys to, like, learn more about me, but, like, yeah, I know. It'll be pretty cool, though. Okay. No, definitely. Okay, Mikey, I've got to go now. This has been a long interview, but thank you so much for speaking with us. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It's been a great experience on the show, and your podcast is also really cool. Like, very awesome. Bye. What a guy. I know. What a guy. I know. Um, so, we going through the episode. Where did we leave off? Okay, so they start cooking <laughs> we their... We started uh, talking about Yeah, yeah. Food. They...
they each start making their grandmother-inspired dishes. No, it's a pretty weak tie. It wasn't even like, what mm. did you make with your grandma? It's just make something to impress your grandma. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> I mean, I guess like six seasons in, you really just start to run out of mm-hmm. new and exciting challenges. Quani mm-hmm. um, wins with the squid ink, so he is making it to the final. I gotta say, of all the people who started this episode... Uh, imagining Kwani in the final was not was probably the furthest furthest thing from my mind. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy for the guy, of course, and I think he deserves it. But um, really flew under the radar. This yeah, that's season. that's really we've never I'm really saying. seen him cook. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it feels that way for some reason. I think it's because he just did so much baking early on. Mm. It's like cupcakes, cupcakes. Cu- you can't say that word too many times in a row. Hang on, cupcakes, cupcakes, cupcakes. Hmm. Prayer for prayer. <laughs> prayer for prayer. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Kwani went, goes up to the top. We learned that there's going to be three finalists. Um, and then at this moment is when I realized, like, oh, Mikey doesn't have the golden apron anymore. Like, there was no sort of ceremony about him, like, giving the golden apron back, mm. was there, or anything like that. I didn't miss that. It was just that it just was gone. So he really only had it for a single episode. It was just, like, representative to say it moved him forward to the bas- semifinal. This week, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now he was back on their playing ground. He wasn't special anymore. Right, right. Hmm. Except in our hearts. Um, Avery had the duck breast. Remy had scallops with apricots. And oh. Benny had the salmon and beets. Um, so they get Kwani uh, is safe. And then they reveal this very large uh, ice c- case full of fish. And there are four fish in the case. And they were... <laughs> oh, salmon, mm-hmm. bass, mackerel, and sardines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which one of these would you have wanted to take on? Sardines. Because, like, it's always, this is always it. It's like, oh, the easy one would be salmon. Everybody mm. knows how to cook with salmon. But if you're doing something easy, then they expect the world of you. If you're dealing with something challenging, they're more impressed when you don't fuck, mess it up. Sorry. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> yeah. They're more impressed with you when you don't mess it up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd go. That's what I'd. I'd go big or go home. I'd go small. I just don't and know. not go home. <laughs> I just don't know where I would, how I would even cook a sardine. Uh, yeah, I mean, like if you gave me a sardine just now and said cook this, yeah, I actually don't. I can't even wrap my head around it. Me neither. Do you, the only time I eat sardines is out of cans. I can't. I don't have the time to like can this thing. Max, tell what? Tell me you do not eat sardines out of can. I do. I love them. They're fantastic. What are you? I can't tell the look on your face right now. You're just. You seem truly disturbed. I like. So you'll come in from work, kick off your sneaks, <laughs> put your novelty baseball cap on your bed, walk into your kitchen, peel open a can, get a fork, and just stand in your kitchen and eat sardines till Stacy gets home. <laughs> well, not quite like that. No, but I'll serve them with like you know, uh, like a charcuterie, like. On bread? On, on bread. bread? It's a high-class appetizer. Jenny takes off her headphones <laughs> walks out the door. <laughs> well, that's the end of uh, After Chef Junior. Thank <laughs> you for the memories. Room temperature fish. In- Have you never had them? I'm it's getting the Portuguese sense... Portuguese delicacy. Yeah, I'm getting that's the sense... That's where we got of- into the Dean's. Oh, I think I've had like little fried ones and you throw the whole thing in your mouth and chomp. I think you're thinking of anchovies. No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure I've had a like kind of thing that fries are served in. 
like a little metal cup filled mm-hmm. with fried sardines that you just pop into your mouth. And the sardines like this a little bigger. Big. How it's does like that fit inches. in a can? Just well, a, just a fillet. They cut them up they're, so they're not full. And you eat that at room temperature. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's good it's really good i would encourage anybody to to try them we went to a restaurant in portugal that like that was the only thing they had on the menu was just cans of sardines and so you would go and be like this can of sardines looks nice and then they would pull it off the wall and put it in a nice little bowl for you and give you some bread and like a little salad to go with it it was we how, were there for how hours. old do you think that fish was in that can <sighs> 30 40 years <laughs> just to eat like tepid fish tepid slimy fish it's been it's been marinated in like a like a flavored oil i'm trying to think of what it would be but you don't do anything with it after you've decanned it you just slurp it down your gullet no yeah i think i'd just go salmon (laughs) final answer (laughs) too funny um well, uh, Kwani actually got to choose who had what. And so he, powerful. Yeah. Mm. Now, do you think that was really... Is it, do you think it, with these, with this cast of characters and this cast of fish, <laughs> can you really give somebody something that's going to mess, mess no, them up? Not no. at this stage. No, I don't think and so. And Kwani isn't like malicious enough to yeah. take anyone down, really. He's a good guy. Good He's, guy, Kwani. I know. This so. is probably like the first time it has ever occurred to him to be like, oh, th- these people are my competition. Or like, yeah, he's a nice kid. He's so nice. Just like a happy-go-lucky sweetheart yeah. with his cupcakes and his squidding. <laughs> I think if other people in this group had been given this option, might have been a little more targeted. But he did... I mean, he he did label Avery as one to watch, and I think... I think that was right. She's so awesome. She's yeah. really good. She really emerged, I think, as my favorite. She's in this, so in solid. She hasn't had, like, a single misstep in this whole It's true. And just a fantastic attitude the mm-hmm. entire time. Can and we you, do... Sorry, Nigo. Well, I was going to say, uh, other than maybe one or two backstage, like, sort of talking head segments, especially in this episode, I feel like she has come across as truly authentic almost the entire mm-hmm. time. Um, occasionally, it's a little forced, but what are you going to do? It's Can we do a TV. tiny recap at this point of just the teams? Mm-hmm. Oh, great idea. Before we keep going. Sorry, I got to cross a few things off here. So just to remind our audience that the uh, at the beginning, in episode one, we drafted teams between Stacy and Jenny. And who's ever... Oh, Stacey's uh, looking really happy. The finalist, whoever has the finalist will owe, uh, will receive a... An ice cream cake. An ice cream cake from, from Dairy, Dairy Queen. Queen. Dairy Queen, we are open to sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Mm, open to sponsorship. After Chef Junior at gmail.com. Um, Jenny... Avery is your last draft pick. Oh, my pick. goodness. And I, Benny and Kwani are both on my side. So I have better odds, but mm-hmm. I'm just there's only I've one got, winner. I'm there's glad I've got winner. someone in the mix. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm proud have, it's Avery. Yeah, we haven't checked the roster in a long time. You could have been eliminated. This could have been. been over weeks ago. We had no, no idea. I knew Avery was mine because remember I picked her straight away. I said she looked like the sort of girl that was captain of her cheer squad. Mm-hmm. And that takes grit. It's true. She is your number one pick here. She is. <gasps> that would be imagine really, she wins and she was my number one pick. That would be really impressive. That'd be some really intriguing uh, insight that to you me. have. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Or <laughs> or <laughs> totally. We random. shall see what happens. Okay. So um, fish. 
fish. Yeah, so they, they make the fish. Uh, <laughs> Benny's got the mackerel. She's using some kind of spice that she's basting. I had never heard of it before. It had a V in the name, and, and Gordon was like, oh, yeah, this thing. He knew he knows what it is. He's got the candy scallops in there. He has a show or two, Max. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I still I have no idea what that was. Uh, and uh, you know, pulls it off, I suppose, uh, obviously. Um, Remy with the Asian salmon with those cold soba noodles. Man, that looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Mikey's bass. I don't know what a potato lasagna is, but I want it. I want it so bad. Is it I've like never wanted anything more. potatoes? Even better. Or dauphinois. Oh, I don't mm. know what a dauphinois is. Uh, dauphinois is what we call scallop potatoes at home. Huh. That sounds so much better. It's such an American thing. People in Europe laugh at North America sometimes. What? Because it's like, why? Oh, we call autumn autumn because of the Latin word autumnus, which means whatever. And then in America, they're like, oh, we call it fall because the leaves fall <laughs> to the ground. And I think scallop potatoes is one of those things where we're like, oh, we call it dauphinois from the French, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, oh, we call it scallop because it's round. <laughs> Squallops. <laughs> Squallops. Oh, my goodness. Have we not recorded since I went to Boston? Or we didn't talk about Boston oh. last time because we had a guest and we're so polite. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jenny and I went to Boston. Um, everyone, thanks for... Um, thanks for the big meetup. We met up with thousands of After <laughs> Chef fans um, right at it the stadium, and it was so hell. cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to like sign everybody's t-shirts and stuff. It yeah. was just like super amazing. And we learned how to do really good Boston accents. And one of the words we learned how to say from our Uber driver, <laughs> shout out Mark, was squallop. <laughs> is squallops of forty dollars? Is that right? That's what he was saying. Max is just mad you were too close to the mic. So I can't. Squallops for forty dollars. Squall. Squallops of forty dollars. <laughs> Park the car, honey. The squallops are only twenty dollars. Anyway, we had a really great time. There's never any Boston kids on the show. Are I there? would love that. Get a Boston kid. Oh, get a whole Boston. <gasps> Another show idea. Mini MasterChef. Oh, my God. Where they go to each town and we see <gasps> 10 kids from each city compete to be on the full MasterChef show. And then we'll find out more about the kids. I love it. Even five kids from each... No, 10 kids from each town. No, five kids from each town. <laughs> Just like five cities, five kids. No, five, five cities, five kids. And then the first two or three episodes of each season is that. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like a bit of a travel show, too. You're and then we more. know them more. We know where they're from. We get that behind-the-scenes intel. Regional cuisine. And the localized accent. The first few episodes are a way looser format. We don't see them in fancy MasterChef kitchen. We see them in local Boston restaurants or oh. local San Fran oh. restaurants. How much would you love to see Joe Bastianich in, like, Stonehill, Georgia, oh, eating, I'd like, local food? Peach Cobbler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so... Oh, sorry, I'm hitting the table Ooh, so and much. And then the judges me? can, like, dress up in whatever local garb, garb. or costume. So they love come it. out in their little Red Sox caps and or, they or love, like, tri-corner hats. I don't know how far back you They love go. heritage. And maybe they love one it. of the, like, the Boston challenges are at Family Park and they're serving the lobster rolls. <gasps> so you're seeing them, like, in a kitchen. Oh, or they have to, like, go sell, like, walk up and down the stands and, like, hawk their... Love it. Get your Franks. Yeah. Fanway Franks. They all have to make their own. <laughs> they have to make their own hot dog. They have to make a fancy hot dog and then be the one who sell sells it. the most. Love it. <gasps> um, this isn't a smutty joke because the guy was yelling it out, but he said, "Get your wieners, big wieners here, ladies." <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. Oh, and they'd be walking down and being like, "Today I've served for you a uh, lobster pork." 
wiener with a like glaze reduction made of apricots. Get them right here. Get them while they're hot. It's simply stunning. <laughs> and then by the time episode three, they make it to the MasterChef kitchen. We know these kids. They go on a okay. They have to go on a road trip from wherever they're from to the MasterChef kitchen. Love, so they're love, on the road. Love, becomes love. sort of a diners, drive-ins, and dives sort of thing love, on the way. Love. They're stopping at America's no road stops. Rewind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do our road trip back. So after you see your favorite person get kicked off, you're a little upset. But then you get to see a little online montage of their road trip back where they stop in at their favorite places. So you don't have to say goodbye to certain people that mean a lot to you. And you can't imagine your life without them. <laughs> Straight away. I you know, Because sometimes light. someone Green gets light. kicked off and then you never see them again. But maybe if some of us could go on the MasterChefJunior.com forward slash Fox website and watch those kids' diners, drives in and dives back to their hometown of Chicago, Illinois, it would be really good. I'm greenlit. Greenlit. Nice sifting, Remy. <laughs> you know what we're like, what does sifting mean? <laughs> All our conversations are <laughs> There's something in there. Down to a very, very niche point. Yeah. That maybe only you and I get. That's what sifting is. <laughs> I like it. No, so I thought sifting? that is fantastic. Thanks, It's man. a great way to reinvigorate the format. I would you know? agree. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, without, without we had this power. Ugh. I know. And then imagine all the sponsorship they could get as well. You wouldn't be sponsored by Holy Guacamole. You'd be like, people could pay for you to like, because you'd be in each city. So I bet the tourism board would oh, kick in I some money. It. And It's advertorial. Mm-hmm. <gasps> you know what? It's like clear that Fox doesn't care that about this show it's like a second class citizen to them they're burning through episodes yeah, they yeah. they're inconsistent with the schedule mm-hmm. yeah just give it to us we care even that, so much you know um, when alicia was saying last week that the editing was so choppy mm-hmm. and whatever else i'm thinking in my head it's because i genuinely believe the people who make this show do not enjoy their own show Mm-mm. Like, I genuinely believe that. Maybe the staff hmm. turnover is high. Hmm. Maybe the pr- the production company is hmm. different. Because if it's one potato, two potato, I don't think he would have a full, like, office staffed with people that have consistently made this show. Yeah. It's probably, like, different and- different producers, different directors every season mm-hmm. who just are, like, kind of trying to get through mm-hmm. the format. Think if you gave this show to people who are actually passionate about this show. What it could be. It could be such a great show. It could be three hours... <laughs> Every Friday night, all year round, or a Christmas special, or Netflix, 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 because then it could be as like long as you wanted it to be, yeah. and interesting. I mean, they're looking to get into reality there's stuff, no, right? Your idea that you just said, your big long convoluted thing with all these different stuff. There's nothing. There's no reason why that has to be MasterChef branded. Why don't you just pitch it? Like a kids cooking cooking show? Yeah, After Chef. What? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my god, an AfterChef Junior TV show. We couldn't have a TV show called AfterChef Junior. We have. We would get sued. Then, it also, then they it also makes us. no sense. <laughs> AfterChef Juniorism. If it's not an after show, it's meaningless. It's called Another Chef Junior. Before Chef Junior. <laughs> Other Chef Junior. <laughs> then, then they would sue us. No, then totally they would sue you don't us. have a brand on the word chef or the word junior. Those are just nouns that mean things. Nice try, guys. Talk to our lawyer. She's part fish. She works in a small town solving crimes, but she will see you in court. (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh, Oh, man. 
All right, guys, we are kicking. We're coming up to an hour here. So whatever. (laughs) Netflix doesn't put time constraints on us, Max. Yeah, neither should you. I can't wait for Netflix to get us out of this hell hole. (laughs) Benny and Avery, both. One condition, no Max. I'm really glad Max is here, or else our episodes would be three hours. Um, Benny and Avery make it to the final, so we have to say goodbye to uh, Mikey, as we mentioned before, and Remy, which was a bit of a surprise. I really thought Remy was a finalist for sure. I know. Um, And uh, and then we got a preview of, uh, I mean, the next episode. So that's the final. We're done. I, it's not. This episode could have gone anyway. Like any of those kids yeah. could have moved on to the finals. It was just so razor close from you know from yeah. what we know from what the judges say so it's yeah. i was i was surprised but i would have been surprised no matter what happened because everyone was really yeah. good yeah really really good mm-hmm. and by mikey yeah by mikey by remy you I, did so good you were so good i asked him if he would go on another tv show i've not included it in the edit because he said he wasn't allowed to talk about it <laughs> but he said he they're like not allowed to go on other TV shows for a certain amount of time, oh. so we're not going to see him. Is it okay that you're talking about it if he's not allowed to talk about it? Uh, he was just saying, I was like, oh, if you could go on any TV show after this, what would it be theoretical? Yeah. And he was like, oh, we're not allowed to mm. even like think about it. Think about it, yeah. Um, well, that's a shame because Fox could be scooping him up to do something else. Get the kid a, a sitcom pilot. Oh my god, it's or is Mikey's, Mikey's home or whatever? Like he's a single dad. <laughs> He's a single dad that has been de-aged. <laughs> Got it's hit. Benjamin Button meets it's, Full House meets right. Joey. Yeah, they live next door to a mad scientist whose rate shrink de-aging rate went off in the middle of the night. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder who'd play older Mikey for the first step before he gets shrunk. Matt yeah, LeBlanc. I feel like a Matt LeBlanc, Matt LeBlanc. would be great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jenny's just taking off her glasses because she's so flustered. By this. I'm really hot under the collar with all these great ideas today <laughs> um guys quick right off the top of your heads who wins this whole thing avery 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 uh, there you go let's see what happens <laughs> let's see what happens um how can people find us on social media after chef junior is our handle on twitter and instagram mm-hmm. um if you can't remember that just go to afterchefjunior.com and you'll find links to our social media the latest episodes our email address we love we love mail help us Boot up our, our mailbag segment. Would love to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, we had no we had no mail this. Don't ever say that, <laughs> Max. Now you're breaking the illusion. I had spent all that time describing these mailbags. It's notable I because it's want, the first time. It's I ever do happened. have a surprise for you guys, though. <gasps> what? So I'm not giving you it right now. I'm giving you a teaser. What? One of the contestants is mailing us me something to eat. What? 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 I felt pretty bad because his mom asked for her address. I just gave her my home address. It's like, shouldn't really be giving strangers my home address on the internet. But we have so many of their phone numbers. They shouldn't be giving those to us either. Yeah, I actually apologized her because I was like, sorry, I've been like sliding into your son's DMs. <laughs> oh, I've given you a clue. It's a boy. <laughs> it's not Mikey. Um, also want to say thanks to all you people out there who have been giving us uh, those ratings on iTunes. It really helps, and it's super easy to do, and thank you very much for doing it. And we've been getting a quite a few more lately, so thank you for that, especially um, Nick, who also left us a nice review. What a fun, brilliant show. I love it. Thanks, thanks Nick. Nick. Thanks, really appreciate Nick. it. Um, uh, do you know any of us know Nick? Who knows? What's that? Do you know Nick? No, I don't know anybody named Nick. You know what? I don't know anybody named Nick either. I don't know anyone named Nick either. It's, he's, Satan. They are real Santa. fans. It was Santa. 
<laughs> Alright guys We have to stop now No uh, uh, We will Great job See you next week Bam 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 Nice work <laughs>